Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today is April 6th, and we'll talk about the dermatophytes, which are the organisms that cause ringworm infections. The dermatophytes are a large group of fungal organisms that cause intensely itchy skin infections. These fungal organisms are able to break down the keratinized layer of skin, but cannot go beyond the granular layer. These organisms are found worldwide, even in healthy people. Transmission occurs when people come in contact with contaminated soil, animals, or arthropods. There are many of these organisms that cause the same symptoms, so they're just grouped together as the dermatophytes, tinnias, or more commonly, ringworm. They are called dermatophytes because this is Greek for skin plants. These organisms cause an intensely itchy scaly plaque that often have raised erythematous borders. They are categorized based on the location of the lesion. Tinea capitis is on the head and scalp. Tinea barbarae is on the area of the beard. Tinea corporis is located on the trunk or limbs. Tinea curis occurs near the groin. Tinea pedis occurs on the foot. This is also called athlete's foot. Antinia unguinum, or onychomycosis, is ringworm infection of the toenails. This makes them thickened, yellow, brittle, and misshaped. There are three main genera of the dermatophytes. Trichophyton species, microsporum species, or epidermatophyton species. Diagnosis is typically clinical, but you can do a skin scraping with KOH staining, which would reveal branching septate hyphae. You can use a wood lamp on the lesions, which will glow green if the organism is a microsporum species, which is the most common organism. Tinea corporis, tinea pedis, and onychomycosis only need topical antifungals. Tinea capitis and tinea barbarae will require oral antifungals like terbinafine because topical agents won't penetrate those hair follicles. Now let's take all that knowledge and bring it to the boards. A 28-year-old female presents to the outpatient dermatology clinic with a two-month history of intensely itchy eruptions on the right popliteal fossa. Vital signs are normal. Physical examination reveals well-circumscribed itchy erythema approximately 10 centimeters in diameter in an adhesion of scales and crusts at the center of the erythema. Similar lesions were discovered on her back. She is in tears with the amount of discomfort caused by the itchy lesions. What is the mechanism of action of the most appropriate treatment? Is it A, prevents the 30S subunit from binding to the 50S subunit? B, triggers the misreading of the mRNA? C, inhibits squalene expoxidase? Or D, inhibits transpeptidases. First, diagnose the patient. This patient is presenting with a relatively long history of a red, dry, itchy lesion. One might think cellulitis, but the long-term lesion and the lack of pain point away from this diagnosis. One might also suspect psoriasis, but none of the answer options would be correct treatment for psoriasis. The most likely diagnosis, then, is tinea corporis. Choice A, linezolid, prevents the 30S subunit from binding to the 50S subunit, which prevents protein synthesis. 
Fungal organisms are eukaryotic and therefore don't have a 50 or 30S ribosomes. They have 40 and 60. Choice B, aminoglycosides, bind to the 30S ribosome, causing the misreading of the mRNA. Fungal organisms, again, don't have a 30S ribosomal subunit, so they are not affected by aminoglycosides. Choice C, squalene epoxidase is an enzyme that fungi have to help them synthesize ergosterol, a component of the fungal cell wall. Terbinafine is an antifungal medication that is recommended for the treatment of ringworm infections. This inhibits squalene epoxidase. Choice D, cephalosporins bind to transpeptidases and prevent the cross-linkage of peptidoglycan in bacterial cell walls. This is not helpful for this infection because fungal organisms don't have peptidoglycan cell walls. Therefore, the correct answer is C, inhibits squalene epoxidase. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow.